Welcome back to episode 41 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into My Little Monster, released in 2012 by Studio Brian's Base. It has 13 episodes and comes in sub only. Shizuku, given the title of being dry, was very fitting. As a child, she learned to not expect anything from anyone. Shizuku has to do the majority of the work running her father's store and does all the cooking for her family, while still focusing on schoolwork to stay at the top of her class. Shizuku's father, lacking the ability to provide for the family, forces their mother to work extreme hours. Due to this, the mother has to sacrifice time with her family and is rarely around. We see how this affected Shizuku when she was unable to go to the fireworks or get a goldfish. But regardless of these drawbacks, Shizuku still aspires to be a working woman like her mother. She is a brainiac always studying to reach her goal. Shizuku is the type to harass a teacher over every little miss point on a test. She is furious when Haru took her number one academic spot, but once she got it back, she still wasn't fulfilled. I think this was the first indication that Shizuku had something missing in her life. Shizuku can be pretty blunt, refusing to aid the teacher in getting Haru to return to school, and when she tells Natsumi if she's stupid to take remedial classes, that was savage. She's also honest, when she got caught trying to touch Haru's hair when he was sleeping, I would have made up a lie or said I was going to wake you up. Instead, Shizuku accepts looking like a creep. Haru is a hothead that acts before he thinks. Even if he did think first, it wouldn't help him much. He swept Shizuku off the street like Batman then told her what he was going to do if she made a noise. Saying those kind of things and grabbing on girls, Haru has no sense. Haru is a scrapper, always throwing hands. The bloody imprint of a student he left on the school wall was hilarious. Haru throughout this season when he is involved in physical altercations is attempting to defend someone else. Unfortunately, he ends up going too far, even scaring the person he was trying to help. When he came to Shizuku's rescue, he accidentally struck her in his rage. The way Haru was so childlike when first meeting Shizuku, I thought he maybe had some sort of autism. Schoolwork comes effortlessly to him, yet he can't pick up on social cues. Getting frustrated by being unable to express himself through words is why I thought his temper got the best of him all the time. And Haru is a scary looking dude which causes people to avoid him. This caused him to be lonely, so if anyone even remotely interacts with him, he will cling to them. This can be a good thing like when it happened with Shizuku, she makes him a better person, but it can also backfire like when the group of goons take advantage of him. Haru is such a beast, Shizuku's father is terrified of him, won't look him in the eyes during breakfast, and just lets him come in and spend the night at their house. Haru is a tall, dark-haired, handsome man. Once he learns to smile, the girls at school are all over him. Not that it really mattered because Haru is all about Shizuku. She is the first person to be real with him, defending him against the group of losers who try to use him. She was kind to him, so developing feelings for her would only be natural. I really enjoyed Haru and Shizuku changing one another. She gives him a reason to calm down and return to school. He pulls her out of the study world to enjoy life, like when she tries to run off to class after falling asleep on the roof, and he palms her face pulling her back down on his lap pillow. Shizuku was content being alone. It isn't until she meets Haru that she discovers empathy. They learn consideration through each other and eventually grow as individuals. These two lack understanding when it comes to love, which forced Oshima to have a breakdown. It was hilarious. They are so dense it's painful to the people around them. Watching Haru friendzone Oshima while tucked away avoiding Yuzon during the cultural festival was funny. I think you're swell. What a way to turn someone down terribly. My only frustration with this series is how back and forth the love between Haru and Shizuku was. 
One of them was always more interested than the other during different moments. Usually in a series, two characters both like each other, but the fear of rejection and embarrassment prevents them from confessing. Haru has no shame, confesses to Shizuku right away, tells her he loves her, and he'll prove it. Then after he kisses her, he mentions he didn't feel anything, but Shizuku on the other hand now is in a frenzy. She is stress eating, her heart's pounding, and she has trouble focusing on other things, so when she confesses back, Haru decides the two have different ideas of love. So Shizuku will wait for Haru's love to match hers before they get together. Now we've switched to Shizuku trying to find a way to have Haru fall in love with her, and just when Shizuku decides to give up on Haru and refocus on her studies, Haru just magically comes around to wanting her. But this time, she shuts him down with an epic I'm not attracted to you anymore. This is all on Haru, he waited far too long and led Shizuku on. Now the roles are reversed again, and Haru is trying to get Shizuku to fall in love with him. When Haru actually learned his lesson about unwanted touching and restrains himself, he still gets shut down. Just for Shizuku to later realize she overreacted to that specific situation, this entire romance was so flip-floppy, it got tiring. Now I felt they were equally to blame for things being this way until Shizuku requested more time to think about their relationship. She leaves Haruo to dry for another month, and her reasoning is she just forgot that she asked him to wait for her, like, come on. This mix with Shizuku getting friendly with Yamakin, I was like, okay, Shizuku is being the shitty one now. After this is dragged out, Shizuku stops being dumb and gives Haru a proper sweet confession. Right when I thought this romance could have salvation, they revert Haru back to a moron, not understanding why Shizuku going to the prep course is not an issue now. She's already said that she loves you, she wants you, you don't have to worry about Yamakin. But once again, the show switched back from I don't know how many times now for Haru to be the one in the wrong and keeping these two apart. I was already over it before Shizuku manipulated Haru into leaving her alone with the promise of a picnic date, but that was just too far. The relationship was made way more difficult than it needed to be, and Shizuku not wanting to help find Haru when he was clearly distraught was so garbage of her, yet she had no issue helping Yamakin find his way later that night. Shizuku doesn't deserve Haru. The side characters in the series created a nice group. Natsumi appears to be a ditzy girl tripping into the garbage can, but she is surprisingly coordinated at sports. When she comments on her own beauty and both Haru and Shizuku walk away, that was funny. After Shizuku refuses to help Natsumi with studying, Haru volunteers so he can make friends to prove to Shizuku that he is in romantic love with her. I was dying when Haru was tutoring Natsumi, his teaching is pretty much read the textbook. When she doesn't understand something, he just calls her an idiot. Natsumi forces her way into becoming Shizuku's best girlfriend and cheers her on when going after Haru. And anime schoolgirls remain evil like in every other series, they only badmouth Natsumi because they're jealous. I like Sasayam, but I was scared for him as well, even joking around telling Shizuku you like her. If Haru had heard him, it would have been a bloodbath on sight. Sasayan is no punk. I thought he was going to bail when Shizuku ran into the Goombas at the hardware store. Instead, he smacks one with a basket, grabs Shizuku, and takes off. Sasayan and Haru bonding over pretending to have had sex in front of Natsumi was typical virgin talk, but it made me smile. Sasayan and Natsumi is the couple I needed. From the start, there was chemistry, him showing her how to swing the baseball bat and being concerned when he saw her crying at the cultural festival are just a few examples of why I wanted them to be together. Sasayan is one of the first boys Natsumi feels she can relax around, and instead of having a straightforward relationship in this series, we throw Shades, aka Haru's cousin in the mix. Natsumi is only attracted to him because he was nice to her a couple of times. Yuzan is Haru's older brother, he tried to be fake nice but both Shizuku and I saw through it. Haru hates Yuzan and I can see why. His brother is around to make him angry, it's kind of cruel. 
I knew Yuzan was a problem when both Haru and Yamakin dipped out of the hall when they saw him at the cultural festival. Like, what did his brother do to him that would make him use a female as a human shield? Yuzan disappeared in the middle of the season with no closure on what his deal was. I really wish we would have explored a little bit more of that history and why Haru hates him so much. Then we have Blondie, aka Yamakin. I was surprised he was taking extra study courses. I thought he was just a loser street goon. Guess you can't judge a book by its cover. Blondie having no sense of direction was amusing, and I was going to make a nitpick out of the fact Shizuku sits next to this guy in the extra classes, but because he wore glasses, she didn't realize it was him. Then taking into consideration who Shizuku is, it made more sense that she would pay no mind to the people around her. I was impressed, Haru almost inhumanly tosses people around, but Blondie was never afraid of a confrontation with him. Watching Haru smack Yamakin whenever he touched Shizuku was a highlight of this series, and Blondie inserting himself into the main romance, it's never a good idea. You're destined to fail. But at least he tried. I agreed with Haru, it's bullshit Shizuku freaks out at him for touching her, but she said nothing to Yamakin when he does it. With this, Haru connected flush on Shizuku, letting his temper get the best of him once again. Blondie could have just kept the pencil, but he wanted Haru to know that he and Shizuku were together. Haru and Shizuku are already two of the most difficult people to get into a relationship. The last thing that was needed is this tick getting involved making it worse. A couple of times during this season there was little goofy animations that I loved. When Haru restrains Shizuku on the ground questioning if she's a spy for the school, he lets her up and she shuffles away from him. The movement and sound effects that accompanied it were too good. The same thing happens when Haru tells Shizuku he likes her in a sexual way. I had a few fun discoveries concerning voice acting in this series. I'm getting scary good at picking out voices now. I didn't even need to look it up. When Oshima started talking, I was like, that's Onidera from Nizakoi without question. Less impressively, when I saw the name Ryota Osaka, I was like, isn't that Iki from Chivalry of a Failed Knight? And it was. He also voiced Motoki from Strike the Blood, which was reviewed a few weeks back. Shizuku is voiced by Haruka Tamatsu, who voiced my lovely Lala Devil Duke and Asuna Yuki. When I talk about other characters an actor is voiced, I usually keep it to series I've already reviewed. But Haruka is also voice Zero Two from Darling in the Franks, which will be released in a month from now. So keep an eye out for that review. Natsumi's voice actors Atsumi Tanazaki also portrayed Futaba and Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Now I was debating putting this in the review, but in the opening and on the poster, Shizuku has Haru on a chain leash. It can be taken as she keeps him under control or they're bound together. Either way, I thought it was a funny thing to have. I remember laughing like I'm sure she could have used this in the actual show. The reason I bring this up is you know when you think of something little then your brain carries it over to your dreams? That's what happened with this. Halfway through my brush up watch for this review, I had a dream Haru fused with the rooster and turned into like an animalistic hybrid creature. Flapping around, pecking people and kicking up dirt, typical rooster things. Shizuku being emotionless especially with animals simply attached him to a chain to keep him under control. A lot of other things happened in the dream, but when I woke up, I was more just like in the mind state of, wow, that was strange, rather than let me write this down for the review. I just wanted to put this in here because I found it funny that a show made it into my dreams. Let's get into some nitpicks. I realize people will become accustomed to Haru's strange behavior, but does no one find it odd the amount of time he jumps out of windows? During a scene when Shizuku is writing in her notebook, the pencil is gliding across the page, not making vertical movements, and numbers and letters are just appearing on the lines. Watching Haru try to make a structure out of the pencil lead it was so stressful to me, it made me, like, tense my muscles. The rooster's crow during the first sunrise of the new year sounded awful. It's like they didn't even try to make it a realistic noise. Best girl waifu and harem. 
Best girl is Natsumi. She was very kind and her wanting to spend time with everyone on New Year's was sweet. She cared more about Haru than Shizuku ever did. Natsumi spearheaded the search for Haru and I enjoyed what she added to this series. Natsumi is not a waifu and I'd leave my harem empty in this series. Alright, now we're going to get into final thoughts. Coming into the series, I knew I didn't enjoy the ending. It stopped at an odd place. I'm sure a second season was planned, but you can obviously never rely on that. Even with a weak ending, I thought I'd still recommend this series. Watching it back now, honestly, I wouldn't waste your time. The romance had moments, but overall it was immature and stretched out. Questions I wanted answers to were just forgotten about altogether. If someone asked me if they should give My Little Monster a watch, I'd tell them to skip it. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.